Hey everybody. So today's podcast is slightly different. I'm uh, taking off the uh, <laughs> the script, as it were. But I just wanted to talk a couple of minutes about um, some of the cool stuff that's been going on. I've been really making an effort with this website um, at WordPress and AldersGate.com to really put together something that would get people talking and get traffic and talk about steampunk and fantasy and science fiction writing and kind of move the conversation and meet people and you know meanwhile offer my stuff for free and under creative commons licensing um but anyway this week has been really exciting because i've sort of hit a plateau and i guess more than a plateau but i hit the middle point of editing my novel a couple of weeks ago and i was in chapter 15 of an original 30 pages and finding myself completely uh <laughs> completely burdened by the work ahead of me just absolutely, uh, I guess paralyzed is really the best word for it because I would open up Scrivener and just kind of uh, freeze the screen and look at the work that I had to do with sort of revulsion as opposed to excitement. Um, and I was worrying that my time working on the blog itself was actually taking away from my writing time. I probably just read a little too much of Robin Hobbs blog, but the truth is a couple of days ago, I think I just finally broke through that, uh, that wall of ice and uh, the last couple of days I've been posting some sort of blog articles that I've been writing about what I've really been thinking about which is a little less about the story and more about the genre of fantasy and sort of the I guess the importance that fantasy writers should really approach their work with because I think that there's an, an understatement or a misunderstanding rather of of what exactly fantasy writing is and where its place is. In some ways, it really is the oldest kind of writing that there is. I mean, the the myths and legends of our past, even the religious stories, they're intimately connected to fantasy. It's no wonder that, you know, so many uh, religions in this country in particular like to sort of apportion things like King Arthur and, and, and whatnot, and, and Tolkien and Lewis are considered safe for Christian audiences because you know, they have these underlying Christian themes, but I think part of it just sort of speaks to the the mythology of civilization, I think. And in the last couple of decades, fantasy writing has gone in and out of style like nobody's business, and um, recently it's become rather laughable. I had just met with an old teacher of mine a couple of weeks ago and told him I was working through my second novel, and... Uh, of course, it was fantasy-based, <laughs> and his comment was something to the effect of, you know, we were always so proud of you for being a writer, but we never understood why you wanted to write that stuff. And, you know, it's frustrating because I've really tried to do all that I can in my power to make fantasy writing a viable source of inspiration, and, you know, nothing I read gets my creative mind moving as much as picking up a really great fantasy novel. And granted, there are a lot of really, really, really crappy ones out there. I used to work at a, a very large <laughs> bookstore conglomerate, and um, I always loved to, to straighten out the fiction and science fiction sections because <laughs> I'd be able to look at all the terrible covers and the awful synopses in the backs of these books and think, you know, this made it through someone's slush pile. This you know, this proves to me that if I work hard enough and get this put together, there's a chance that someone out there will do this. 
I think what bothers me the most is that there's this popular misconception about fantasy writing that it's, you know, sexist and derivative and cliched. And, you know, when it really comes down to it, I don't think any of the good stuff is. And I don't know that the good stuff, quote unquote, is actually as popular as the writing that um, most people cite as, you know, this fantasy stuff. And I think it's a shame um, if more people picked up George R. R. Martin, if more people, you know, really took the time to read some of these writers that are writing such you know, exciting work. Um, you know, you look at the steampunk movement and, you know, this is by far not a movement that we're finding a whole lot of press with, uh, you know, publicly. Every once in a while there's something in the Times, like uh, a couple weeks ago, but it's by and large a, an internet phenomenon, and I'm not surprised with that because I think <laughs> I think steampunk and a lot of really good fantasy uh, and good science fiction appeals to a smarter set of people, and um, I don't think that smarter set of people are the ones that are you know lining up to buy these you know barbarian queen books with uh, scantily clad nubile babes uh, <laughs> trolloping around the front covers. Um, and that sort of leads into the second post that I wrote today because it's very frustrating to me that a lot of these stereotypes about science fiction and fantasy stem from the, the portrayals of women in these novels. And, you know, it's not surprising when you look at it because after all that we've gone through as women in, in this culture and in other cultures, why waste our time backsliding reading these books where women are just either complete vamps with, you know, evil intentions or their sweet angels that can't wait for their knights to rescue them. You know, the so much of romance fiction falls into that cap category and it's so popular. You know, I used to check out people at the bookstore and these women would come in and literally buy tens, dozens of, of romance novels at a time and come in next week and do the same thing. So clearly there's there's a hungry audience out there. I'm just not sure that they're making educated decisions. Um, so I, I guess the whole point of this is that I'm excited that people are talking about this. I'm excited that, you know, in the last couple of days I've received more hits and paid views on my blog than I have combined because, you know, I'm really talking about things that are important to me and hoping to change the way that fantasy literature is perceived. Maybe not necessarily through my own work, maybe so, I don't know. But, you know, making these connections with writers, making these connections with people who are artists and designers who are passionate about changing the way that perceptions are made about the things that we love is extremely important to me. I hope that it continues, and uh, thank you to everyone who comments and has been listening, and uh, <laughs> hopefully in the next uh, couple of days you'll see another Read Aloud podcast for my next chapter. I'm halfway through re-editing that for the gazillionth time, but um, things are going well on that front, and uh, I definitely appreciate the listeners, and uh, I guess stay tuned for more. <laughs>